Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Here it is your news that didn't make the news. On Cincinnati's Q102. All right. Before we get to those stories, let's start with this this morning. If you're blasting the radio because you don't want to miss a word we say, well, gee, thanks. Uh Appreciate you being here. But if you're doing it just to stay awake, that's a different story. You might have a serious health condition. A study has found that people who employ alertness, so-called alertness strategies... Behind oh God, the I've wheel, done so many of them. Have the you? Years. Oh my God! Behind oh. the wheel of a car. Oh God, yes, I've blasted the radio. I, I mean, I not in a while. When Jacob was younger and only sleeping two hours a night, and I was only sleeping two hours a night, uh, three hours at best. I would drive into work with the window rolled down in the dead of winter, with the radio blasting and slapping myself in the face to stay awake. I would hit myself to stay awake. That's scary. It is scary. It was. Well, this study has found that people who are forced to employ these so-called alertness strategies behind the wheel that you're describing are more likely to have sleep apnea. Researchers polled around 100 people with sleep apnea and 100 people who didn't have sleep apnea. And the ones who did were far more likely to use three or more strategies to avoid dozing off while driving. Uh, The three most common strategies were blasting the radio, driving with the windows down, chugging coffee nonstop. Mm -hmm. Uh, Other strategies included eating, chewing gum, shifting around in your seat, pulling over to take naps, Mm -hmm. splashing cold water on your face. I've done almost all of these at one time or another, not the splashing cold water on my face, but... I have pulled over to take naps, like before I was diagnosed with sleep apnea. And we're going back even further here to like when I was in my late teens, early 20s, and I was working multiple jobs and burning the candle at both ends. I did the same thing. Um, And I got into a wreck one time. I fell asleep at the wheel. Oh, wow. uh, Driving home is about three o'clock in the morning. And I just, I drifted off. Uh, I was on I-95 just outside of Boston. Oh, my God. You're probably going fast. And I mean, I was going fast enough that I kind of, uh, drifted off of the freeway uh-huh. into a guardrail. I bounced off the guardrail. It sent me into a 360 Spin. loop and then uh, found myself face-to-face with an 18-wheeler truck coming oh, right crap. at me that narrowly avoided me. And Wow. So that was That's a wake-up call. That will, yeah, that'll wake you up. Yeah, I got to do wow. something about this schedule. That is scary. But if you regularly do stuff like that to make sure you don't fall asleep at the wheel, you might have sleep apnea and aren't getting a solid night's sleep. Um, Sleep But you're not like, you're not waking yourself up from snoring. You're not waking up with a dry mouth. Like when you do get sleep, do you feel like you sleep pretty soundly? Well, no, I have all kinds of issues with sleep, but I've been tested 
uh, for sleep apnea, and I did not have it at the time, but you it's been years. It. But, um, yeah, I mean, mine, I think, is other stuff. You know, I think hormones are wacky and all kinds of stuff going on hmm. with just sleeping. I'm getting woken up by my kid a lot in the middle of the night. Then have str- then I struggle to get back to sleep. So I am not the world's greatest sleeper. And every morning when the alarm goes off and it's at four something, I do cry just a little bit. <laughs> like, and I don't want to. Yeah, get up. I hear you. I don't want to get up. Yeah. yeah, understandable. Yeah. All right, uh, we got to pause here for just a second because we're getting a, a breaking news alert oh, from. Really? Yep, Tim and Fritch are out and about. Yeah. New Year, New York. With Kelly Clarkson and Q102. Hey, what's up? This is Kelly Clarkson. Oh, Happy boy. New Year, guys. Did we find our winner? Let's find out. What's up, guys? Jeff and Jen, what's up? We are in Oakley on a very frigid morning. By the way, the sunrise this morning is looking beautiful, yes. and we have just knocked on a door. It's absolutely gorgeous. First, I rang the bell. Then I had a knock on the door. Then I rang the bell, and then I had a knock on the door. I'm like, what is happening? So we finally have caught up with Megan, who is our Kelly Clarkson flyaway winner. Why did it take you so long to get to the door? I was in the shower on Monday morning getting ready for work. I know. It's really <laughs> exciting. Tim and I normally, like, bust somebody, like, do in the middle of some part of their routine. We've had no pants. We've had a towel on the head. We've had people at work already. So it's nice that you came down and got the door. But how excited are you that you get to go to New York? I am so excited. I've never been. <gasps> and I've also never won anything from the radio. So oh I'm so excited. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. So you've never been to New York ever. You know, Jeff used to live there. Maybe he could give you some pointers on how to spend that 200 spending cash. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, so you also get to go see Wicked, which is one of my favorite shows. You're going to love that. It's awesome. And then, of course, you get that $500 makeover from Mitchell Salon and Day Spa, so you can go get anything done before, if you want to go after, whatever you want to do. Who do you think you want to take? Uh, I haven't decided yet. Probably either my best friend or my mom. Everyone's <laughs> going to be fighting to get to be your plus one, let me just tell you. It's going to be awesome. Well, what's your rest of your Monday look like? I'm about to head into work. Yeah. <laughs> what, what do you do? I am a scheduler for a group of financial advisors. Oh, nice. wow. That sounds busy. Very detail-oriented. Well, the Dow was up on Friday, so hopefully that means less <laughs> work for you. Good. That's always good news. <laughs> awesome. Well, we hope you have a fantastic trip. Make sure you take lots of pictures and tell, uh, tell Kelly that Jeff and Jen said hello. Absolutely will do. Thank you, guys. Do you have a favorite Kelly Clarkson song? Oh, gosh. There's so many. I what just about can't since you've decide. been gone? Oh, wait, yeah. yeah. That's the favorite, for sure. We'll tell Jeff to play that one for you. Okay. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Since you've been gone, Congrats, we've been Megan. Thank you so much. the front door. No. <laughs> Hi, Jeff. Hi, Jen. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com surgery has an art
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, This A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I love cats. Some people don't like cats. Our neighbor has a cat and she lives in a studio apartment or as I refer to it, a litter box. <laughs> One time she asked me, she was like, can you even tell I have a cat? And I was like, no, but I can tell you have a box of turds in your apartment. I'm not sure if that's the same question. We all have the friend with the cat, right? In the small place, you visit them, the cat does their business. You don't really acknowledge it. You just go on with the conversation. What do you want on your pizza? Bleach. Febreze, can we open a window or knock down a wall? Are my eyes bleeding? How about we throw a diaper on the kitty? Now, more Jeff and Jen. It's uh, comedian Jim Gaffigan there. So, uh, we're looking at a mix of sun and clouds today with uh, more clouds and sun this afternoon. High 38. Big story, of course, freezing rain. Tomorrow morning's commute. So between like 4 a.m. and 7 a.m., Frank was uh, saying there is some concern there that it could be treacherous. Uh, the National Weather Service issued a winter weather advisory that uh, will remain in effect from, uh, I believe, 8 o'clock tonight until 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. So they're expecting about, and this is, it doesn't sound significant, one-tenth of one inch of accumulation, but that is ice, and that's yeah. all it takes. Uh, and that is the concern tomorrow morning, uh, as Tim pointed out. Four-wheel drive ain't no match for that. No matter, you know, how capable your vehicle may be, if it does deteriorate into those icy conditions. I uh, just want to make you aware of it so that you can plan, have a backup plan in place. And I'm still trying to figure that out. Like that timing, if that pans out, couldn't be worse. Right. Yeah. That's right about the time we're coming in. Yep. You're going to have to get up early. You're going to have to get up at two tomorrow morning. Yeah. Drive in. Trying to plan my route. <laughs> I live closest. Uh, but anyway, we'll keep an eye on that. Good news is temperatures are warming up. We'll see a high of 38 today, 43 tomorrow, and possibly the 60s by the end of the week. Right now, it's 20, and 9 News Consumer Reporter John Matarese is joining us now live in the studio like he does every Monday, so you don't waste your money. Hey, John. Good morning, Jeff and Jen Good and Tim morning. and Fritch. Everybody's here this Hello. morning. And uh, yesterday, I was out grocery shopping, and I tell you, people still pack those self-scanner lanes, and it's so frustrating because everybody has a problem with the self-scanner. Yep. Oh. Everyone yep. Has, a, has a problem, an issue. You get behind someone, first of all, they're trying to buy, like, a week's worth of groceries at the self-scanner. Yep. Come on, don't do that. I don't do that. No, if if I've got like a big things. order, I yeah. usually go yeah. like to one of the conveyor belts right. or I'll go to a cashier. But if I got like a relatively oh, small order. a huge order. They're trying to squeeze everything into that little that little bagging area. It's right. awful. Then you get in the self-scan area and you get behind, uh, let's just say, someone fumbling with their purse looking for coins. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, no, please. 
debit card, debit card <laughs> lady. <laughs> Come on. So you got that issue. Uh, and then, of course, you're trying to buy a six-pack of beer. Oh, and yeah. you got to call the guy because it won't scan beer. And uh, he's over helping the person who can't figure out how to get coins in the machine. And so, the other people buying beer. Yeah. So it's just so frustrating, the self-scan, that some stores are now getting away from it. And we just did this story. I've had a lot of feedback on my Facebook page about it, as a matter of fact, because people all have comments and thoughts about it. Uh, they basically... People are frustrated. Some stores are listening. They're actually cutting back. Walmart is removing self-checkout at some stores. Really? Uh, Target, they've added them. Kroger is all in. But some stores, dollar stores and Walmart, are a lot of them are cutting back. First of all, all the problems with people being frustrated. Also, theft. Yeah. yeah, I figured theft oh, would be a yeah. big part of that. Theft yeah. is a real it would be issue. So easy. Yes, because yeah. you know what people do? They'll they'll you know scan an apple and then they'll drop in that forty dollar jar of uh, face cream. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, you know things like that. Yeah. Little sneaky tricks that people use. A lot of theft at the uh, self check lanes, or they just don't even scan it. They just kind of you know take it, move along. So right. uh, some stores are cutting back, and it's the first time that's happened because you know up until now it looked like stores were going all self check in. I mean Kroger with those conveyor belts, mm-hmm. and Kroger is all in. They say they're all in on it, but Walmart is cutting back. Some WalMarts have taken a few lanes away. Some have eliminated them. Entirely. Wow. So the conveyor belts, if I'm not mistaken, I mean, it, it basically, I would think, is designed for larger orders, yes, right? Yes, the conveyor belt the is for that, that person who wants to self-scan $250 worth of groceries. Right. Yeah. Well, and most of them are doing it because there aren't any checkout lanes open. I mean, I right. go to a... I, okay. uh, There'll be one checkout lane open and, you know, four people in line. Uh, so it's interesting because we were going to all self-checkout and it, there were reports of Whole Foods and Amazon opening stores with no cashiers. But now, this year, what we're starting to see is some stores pulling back on it. So we say, don't waste your money. Yeah, the Kroger here in Oakley, and, and I think most of them, I mean, they got cameras everywhere. They got them in the aisleways. They well, that's got the new the thing to fight the monitors. theft are the cameras. Uh, if you go into Lowe's or Home Depot, you actually like, see yourself on camera as you're, you know, scanning oh, those yeah, items. Yeah, that's right. right. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what they're Interesting. Doing. All right, what are you working on for tonight, John? Oh, another frustration, soaring property taxes. Yeah. Hamilton, oh. Butler, and Claremont Ooh. County. Uh, what to know and what you can do about it, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, we got our bill Friday. All right, buddy. It's 746 with Jeff and Jen. Cincinnati's Q102 coming up. We've got a second date update for you. But first, do you suffer from allergies? Yep. Yes. Are you willing to strap a comically large device to your face to help <laughs> deal with them? No. How bad are they? It depends on the day. Because if so, I got some good news. There is a new gadget called... Nasocom, Nasocom that just hit Kickstarter. You just strap it to your face for 15 minutes a day, and it supposedly makes your allergies a lot better. 15 minutes a day? 15 minutes a yeah, day. I know people that would totally do that. Mm-hmm. That's it? That's it. 15 minutes is nothing. Here's how it works. It electrocutes your nose. It's got six electrodes, three for each nostril that deliver small electric shocks to stimulate the muscles in your nose. They claim making your nose muscles contract and relax can help clear your sinuses and let you breathe easier. It's small enough to take with you so you can use it anywhere. I mean, you could use it on your drive in, Mm -hmm. Rich. 
Yeah, that's way more than 15 minutes. The promo video shows a guy using it at his desk at work. The downside, however, is it's pretty bulky on your face, so you will be the weird one at your office. (laughs) But if it works... But that's nothing new. Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm already there without the mask. They plan to sell it for 100 bucks, but... John will appreciate this. You can get it for 60 if you back them on Kickstarter so you don't waste money. I'm all in. There you go. <laughs> We're going to see that on the news tonight, aren't we there, John? Yeah. I mean, John, you struggle with allergies, too, like a lot oh, of people, yeah. don't you? Yeah. I don't know about this, but uh, it's a, an interesting approach. Well, they claim, <laughs> yeah. that's the thing with Kickstarters, though, is like you don't yes. know if it's going to pan out or not, but they claim it'll ship out by March. Just in time for allergy season. I'm optimistic, though. I'm hoping allergy season isn't so bad because we've had these deep freezes. You know, and isn't that what you need? Yeah, but I think it has to the- be like 15 consecutive days of really cold. Does it? And I, I, that's what I read. Like, we're going to be in the 60s by the end of the week, so maybe it won't get down deep like some of the other stuff. I see. Just the surface bugs. I saw that your wife is very excited about the oncoming cicada situation that's going to be happening. Did you hear about this? Has it been 17 years already? No. there's. Do you know about this, John? There's a little one. It's a mini cicada. It's a mini. It's not the big one. Correct. But it's also like. um, Aren't there two? There are two. So it's like this this group and this group are going to be emerging. And this hasn't happened since like 18 something or other. But it is a big cicada thing. It's a it's 200. So here it is. It's a phenomenon that hasn't happened in 221 years. Two cicada broods will emerge simultaneously. Wow. Yeah. That is huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, That's going to be big. I know. What a mess. We'll see. Stay inside, everybody. I know. Kristen <laughs> loves them. She did. That's who I saw this. I actually saw it on her page. It kind of popped up in uh, my feed over the weekend. And she was like, I can't wait. She mm. thinks they're cute. Yeah. And we like the noise. She likes the noise. They, they are like loud. The yeah. I know, but man, two at the same time. Sound of a lot of bugs. Yeah. And then, because we met, and that, I mean, that's how we met. I met her at a cicada party. Her and her friends had gotten together during the, the 2008 emergence. And it was late May 2008. She and a bunch of her friends put together what they called a cicada crunch and munch luncheon. (laughs) And, you know, they dressed and and they had like a little contest to see who had the first emergence or, or, or could show like the first cicada emerge from their yard. Mm -hmm. And I forget who the winner was, but uh, yeah, they would go out and, and as judges, you know, they would visit all the friends who were participating uh, they were wearing like these white lab coats and they had uh, put some arts and crafts together. I think they made a stop at Hobby Lobby, Jen. Yeah. And and they did like these uh, like hats. these black hard hats with these big red giant foam balls that were like supposed to represent yeah. the beady cicada eyes. They had like little antennas on there. I was with you. We drove the gigantic Jeff and I Jen RV. Yeah. I remember you trying to back that thing out of Beth's driveway. That was horrible. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff used to be our designated RV driver because Jen and I both were like, there ain't no way in hell we can pull that off. Yeah. It was massive. Oh. And I got it out of there. I had a little help. You did. I got out of there. And you left with more than one thing. You had a new little place in your heart. Yep. 
And then I got the keys taken away from me. Yep. That's because you wrecked it. <laughs> accidentally. Well, I didn't yeah. wreck it. You accidentally hit a, a, like a, what was it? Like a fence accidentally hit you in a windstorm or something? Yeah, I was driving down Kellogg. Yeah, okay. Over by Coney. Riverbend. Yeah. And it was a super windy day. And, you know, as you're approaching like I-275, you know how it's like two lanes on each side? And I was in the right-hand lane, and uh, one of the, those big swinging chain-link fences from the from those uh, like you know it's a it's a parking lot, but it's like grass. You know, it's across the street mm-hmm. from Coney. Yeah, that they do for overflow, like during concerts yeah. and stuff. Where you can, it's we like to call those like the Coney tailgate lots because you're not allowed to tailgate at Coney, but you can across the street. Right. Yeah. So one of those chain-link fence gates had like swung open. And I couldn't avoid it because I, I had a Duke Energy truck to my left. And so that took out the side mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Which I think you, didn't you end up duct tape, duct, duct taping it or whatever? Didn't no, you? No, like Ernie Brown. Okay. He like somehow jerry-rigged it in such a way that it was back up again because this thing it was literally danging by a wire <laughs> On the oh, side God. of the RV. Did I remember you would drive that thing around the 275 loop for He's fearless. hours? He's fearless behind hours. the wheel of anything. I, is there anything yeah. that you would be afraid or uncomfortable to drive? Like a big limo or a, a metro bus, bus yeah. or anything? An ambulance, a fire Was that truck? Thing as big as a tank bus? <laughs> the Wiener Mobile. I feel like it might have been. You didn't. Need, you don't need a special license for that, or at least that's what I was told. Uh, so I felt pretty confident. Plus, it had a backup camera, and you know the mirrors were pretty good when they when they weren't knocked off. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that but, thing was uh, awesome. It had no air conditioning. Remember yeah, that? Yeah. It was just hot. Oh yeah, it was all horrible. the time. Yeah, I know. Yeah, let's do it again. Yes, let's do it with a different <laughs> RV. <laughs> we had another one, didn't we? We, we had, had a different one. one. It was pretty we, slick. Yeah, we had Tim a second one us. that yeah. was like yeah. real dope. Uh, they wouldn't let me one. near that thing. Yeah, well. That first Smart. one was kind of like a loner. Yeah, yeah but was, yeah, we had some kind of trade set up with a local RV company. But but I remember at the time, like Patty says, you, you you have no idea what we went through to get this. I mean, that's that's the biggest billboard we got right now. I want you guys to make sure you use it. So I would just take the keys. I'd literally just drive around the 275 loop. And I'm like, hey, it's a free billboard. People would honk and wave and and they would point. They'd be like, holy crap, Jeff Sachs. Jeff actually is driving that thing. That's Jeff. <laughs> Dear God, get out of the way. That's Hefe. Stand back. Yeah. And then the incident happened. Yeah. That was the end of that. <laughs> Ruin it for everybody. Yep. It is 754 with Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.